Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, my name is Benson. I am Nick's cat. I am here to deter you from listening to any more of his drivel. He is dumb and a bad editor. Do not let him convince you otherwise. Don't believe me? Here, let's take a listen then to the latest episode. I'm sure you'll believe me after. Hello, I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos, Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm an Alicoker monk from Hokkaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're... Wait, that's what really what we're trying to do? We're gonna drag... Oh dear. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath to cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Time stands still as Harkos and Trevor start to talk to Salia's spirit. They watch as Veldra's spirit pixelates and fades, and Salia explains that the heralds don't truly die. Their spirit joins with their Methuselah they serve, 
and then they can resurrect them or do what they will with the spirit. Salia goes on to explain that her clan was under the thumb of Veldreth and Borbinsal, and that Selena was the only one with the wisdom to resist and know that the ritual that they tried to perform was wrong, and admits that punishing her was also wrong. She tells them that a piece of the statue and a translated version of the ritual is in the storeroom behind where the table was before it was disintegrated. She tells them that they must continue the path that they are on, because the world shouldn't be subjected to the dragon's rule again, and that there are few, like her, that were alive to remember what their rule was really like. Her spirit eventually fades and the team loots the corpses. And takes a head. Trevor gets Veldra's <laughs> shield and head, as I just said, Arcos, his swords, and some coin and potions, and a mysterious black diamond. They go and find the storeroom and the book and the piece of statue. When they go to leave, a female drow stops and talks to them and says that they will happily help and they are bound to help them with whatever they need. The team is somewhat distrustful of the drow still and opt to take a rest and Harkus will watch over the drow as they prepare the ritual. Trevor falls asleep and has some strange dreams, where golden liquid is raining from the sky and watches as a mansion fills with this gold and erupts, which eventually fills the other houses around it. Trevor hears a crack and watches as the mansion cracks in half, and the gold spills out and drains into the ground. Trevor realizes that this is his childhood home, and walks to the door and awakes as he grabs the door handle. And that is where we pick back up. I want to make an addendum to that recap, because the team mm -hmm. did not loot any fucking corpses. Trevor looted a corpse and hugged okay, no, the dead fair. guy's stuff that's at Harkos. Okay, I will this go ahead fair. here. Uh, no, you don't have to. You don't have to redo it. I just wanted to clarify for the people that Harkos, yes, is a bird that uh, does the carrion thing every now and again. But I did not partake uh, this go around. Trevor solely mutilated uh, and looted said person. Uh, her Veldreth. spirit eventually fades, and Trevor loots the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> there. <laughs> Thanks. You feel better now? <laughs> so much. Uh Harkos, during the inner during the the uh in between time uh as uh Trevor has been sleeping and and this time is going on, uh you uh you're just watching them kind of like puzzle piece by puzzle piece rebuilding the statue, which seems like a very arduous process. Uh, that it from what you're seeing, though, that you can tell it seems like these people are putting a lot of care into what they're doing. They're not trying to do it sloppily. They're not trying to mess around that. They're really, you know, putting the real effort into doing this. Well, yeah, they don't want to do it wrong, because then when they stab it in the heart to kill her, it won't take. <laughs> Uh, is there anything that you want to do or are you just observing as they're getting this together? Ooh, you know what? You know what? I I would like to pose a bullshit uh, reasoning. I would like to go help them with the statue to maybe make it uh, more likely that I, too, can put together my own puzzle later in my downtime. Oh, I would like to exercise my puzzle skills, as it were. Uh, so why don't we do this? Why don't you roll a uh, intelligence check 
And if you succeed on this, then the next time that you roll to, t- to work on your your uh, your puzzle that I will give you advantage. <laughs> uh, if I'm you a- if you succeed at uh, at being of, of some assistance. So you know go what? ahead and roll up an intelligence check and we'll see what you get. I'm going to I'm going to use I'm going to use my influence of Trevor die here. <sighs> That's not bad, Trevor. That's a 15 total. I got a 14 nice. on the die plus one. So uh, 15 is the what I set for the DC. Oh, so shit. Uh, yeah. Hey, Trevor. Good job. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the, the 14 is on Trevor's half of the die. So, yeah. Uh, so you uh, I I. Parts of your mind kind of click with this, uh, that as you're watching, like you can see somebody's trying to fit something and you're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And like that, if it gets rotated a little bit this way, then it would lock in to a piece that's next to it and then allow for another piece that you saw that can uh, that can then be added on to it. Uh, so uh, I will definitely next time that you roll to work on your puzzle, I will give you advantage yeah, uh, because you are exercising your mind. This is like doing statue Sudoku yeah. uh, to to hone your mind when, whenever that comes around, because I didn't do that because I have plans to do it soon. I just was like, I want to help with the statue. And then I was like, "Ooh, I would have put meaning behind helping with the statue. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm glad that you said something about it because uh, it has been a while since you've dabbled with that. So it's constantly on my mind. We just <laughs> there's not a lot of moments where I'm like, hey, can I can I fuck with that stuff where it would make sense? So um, I think you've you've messed with it once or twice. Uh, but it. Yeah, I think you know, I think it, a total of two a times, minute. but it was it was I it might have only I think it was only an iron's edge because that was the only time where it felt like we yeah. had like some free time ever since then. We've been going, going, going. So but it has yeah. not left my mind. I am fully aware that I have secrets on my person that are eating away at the back of my mind. Uh, so, yeah, you will get advantage next time that you uh, next time that you want to try to tackle that. Appreciates it. Uh you you can see that this is uh, definitely starting to come together. Uh, was did I uh, did you keep the statue piece or did I did I uh, took, it, I took it from Trevor because he asked if I wanted to take the head and I was like you know what if I'm going to be out oh, there okay. I should that way we can prep as much as we can while you guys sleep. Okay, I like I said even with your help this is a pretty yeah. difficult process uh, piecing together all these because I mean, they did a pretty solid job at smashing it oh yeah I I, uh, I didn't <clears throat> plan on I was taking it as a just in case I, I had no idea obviously the timeline that we were working with but she was like we should try and get stuff prepared while you sleep so I just wanted to have all the eggs in my basket if I was going to be out here anyway uh, but Lena, uh, the uh, drow lieutenant that you met earlier, that she is kind of there helping uh, keep everything in line, uh, that she's floating between like the ritualists that are doing chants and and like drawing out arcane symbols for their rituals. Uh, and then she'll hop over and kind of like help with something with the statue. And then she'll go and like she'll fuck off for a little bit and then like come back with a couple of new fresh people to trade out for folks that are getting tired and, and things like that. So she's she's floating around helping as well. Uh, but right around the 
like six hour mark or so. You're getting to the point that it's like you're getting just to the head. Okay. And it's it's up to you when you would want to throw your your piece in so that the ritual can get started uh, in full swing. I mean, once once it seems like we're we're nearing the point where that's kind of like the only thing that's left done, like when it makes the most sense, like like if we reach a point where I'm like, okay, that would go on next. Even if we have more pieces, I'm not going to wait till all the pieces are there. I'm going to throw the big the big hunk on there. Um, well, I, so that I, it can, the, the, we can keep moving. The the thought that I, I didn't know if you wanted to wait until you had your team reassembled before you started, uh, like the the main part of the ritual after this is completed. It what, is Harkos aware that once I add this piece, it, shit's about to kick off. I. Like, are you, people I making mean, me aware? The, once we do this, we're kind of in it. Yeah, I, Lena will Lena will come up and she'll tell you, like, uh, we are nearing the end of the reassembly. That once the statue is together, then we must start the ritual to undo what we did. Um, Okay, then I will, Har- Harkos will wait. I'll be like, okay, um, I would um, like to... Take a breather then and wait for the rest of well, my friends to to wake up from their rest and, and join us. I feel that's wise. Uh, Selena will be brought here. And I fear what could happen if she is allowed to rampage until the ritual can be started and in full. So uh, we will... Uh, trade out our ritualists and uh, let them rest while we get fresh ones in and they will keep up uh, they will keep things as they are now and then once you are ready we will add the final pieces and get this uh, how, how do you surfacers say get this show on the road yes that is a thing we say it's a strange saying I do uh, <clears throat> I would I would say get the show in the tunnel <laughs> would make more sense to me. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, very well. Uh, we will we will continue on with the status quo. Just let us know when you are ready to uh, road show. She kind of like side looks a little bit like she wasn't sure if that was the right way to say that. Uh, and then she walks away. Uh, so it's been about six hours. I would say uh, a little past this is when Trevor, you wake up. Uh, okay. You don't know that this is what's going on, but you 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 awaken. Uh, and so you uh, this it's a long enough to qualify as a long rest. Okay. Uh, go check so on. Go ahead, long rest, Phil, and uh, Phil and Puffles as well. I was going to say, go check on them first. Uh, Phil is still when you uh, when you wake up, Phil is still kind of down for the count. Uh, but uh, uh, Puffles is uh, like awake and getting ready when you when you come in or when you 
like knock for him, I guess. I, uh, I know there wasn't a whole lot of time, but did you figure anything else out about the gym? Uh, so, so the, the best that I can ascertain from the, just the gem, just the diamond is that it is, it is channeling some sort of abjuration magic. Uh, some sort of protective magic. Uh, but that's the best that I can glean from it. This is, this is a powerful, uh, spell component and it's resisting my attempts to pry. So the question is, do we attempt to destroy it? He, he, you see, he thinks for for a, a, a minute and says, uh, maybe. Okay. I think it would be wiser to tackle that after the ritual for Selena is done. Agreed. Lest we create two problems at one time. Oh. If <laughs> this does create a problem. Definitely um, agreed. Uh, so I will... I will set my mind to what we could use to destroy it properly uh, and efficiently. Wonderful. Well, let's wake Phil up and see if we can't be helpful with whatever is still needed. Uh, so do you go and like knock on Phil's door to yeah. try to wake him up or yep. what do you do? Yep. Uh, so, so you knock on the door and then I... Uh, you, you don't get an answer, and then you knock a little bit harder, uh, and then you hear, Oh, there's a problem in the closet. Oh, uh, hey, mm -hmm. hey. <laughs> um, give me a minute. I'll get, I'll get ready. I'll be out. I mean, hey, thank you. We are waiting, Phil. Hey. No goblins. There's, there's not, not really goblin in the closet. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there is, but I, I don't think so. We'll, we'll be you hear him shuffle around. We'll, we'll and be like, waiting. Hear, hear some furniture move and whatnot. No, there's just old clothes. Ball. Wonderful. Um, we're we're waiting, Bill. Hey. Get pants on and my armor. You need assistance. Not no, with the pants, the no, armor. No, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so you, you, uh, armor is actually help, but it's easier to get on if there's somebody that's Multiple. helping you. Yeah. Maybe that, I don't know if that's in the rules anymore, but it used to be that like you needed a second person to help you get armor on, but I, I don't. Either way, I. Uh, after after a little bit of time, Phil opens up the door and he's he's all clad and ready to go. Wonderful. Let's see if we can go save our friend. I thank you for coming with me to do this. 
There's no need to thank me. Um, well, she, it still she means, needs to be said. She means just as much to us as she does to you. You're all family. If I had the right tear ducts to be able to cry, <laughs> then this is the moment that I would. <laughs> but I still want to thank you. I would not have been able to do any of this on my own. Well, more than happy to help. And if we do part ways again, do not hesitate to find us for anything. Let's, uh, let's get this done and then we will, we will figure it out from there. Lead on, my friend. Heading out. Uh, so you head out and, uh, as soon as you leave the, uh, you leave the Elder Sanctum, uh, you can see that there is a flurry of activity going on. But this is uh, far stretch from what you came in when you uh, when you first came into this uh, this weird little oh drow city. My. It seems we have slept uh, through a lot. Uh, as you start making your way back down to the town square type area. Arcos! Uh, Arcos! Uh, Arcos, you can hear Trevor kind of calling for, for you from down the road. Uh, and Trevor, as you uh, kind of round the corner, it, you can see the almost completed statue. Oh my. Uh, it looks like there's just uh, a few pieces that are remaining that are kind of sitting right by the statue itself. And the assembled group of drow are all just kind of watching as you come in and then looking to Harkos for instruction. I see we have missed the whole um, the whole party or most of it. Yes, no, 90 degrees to your right. My right is your right. Oh, hello, Trevor. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we've, we've been, you know, burning the always under dark oil. Ha ha. Are you you still feeling fine? There's like one skinny drow dude that's helping and he, he, he gets a real good chuckle out of that. Everybody else is just kind of like, eh. (laughs) Are are you still? There's like one guy just like starts slapping his knees like, that was a good one. Yes. Are you still feeling fine? Uh, Yes. uh, Just trying to get to this show in the tunnel. Do you mean... Like gives you a thumbs up. You mean on the road? Also that. Strange way to say it, but okay. When in Rome, whatever Rome is... (laughs) Oh my. Uh, but Lena will take a few steps towards you and say, uh, are you all prepared? I believe so. Any thoughts of what the maybe the easiest way to handle this will be? Uh, Lena will say, well, 
I suspect that as soon as Selena is brought here through the the ritual, that based on her aggressive behavior, that she will attempt to slaughter the individuals that are uh, performing the ritual. Well, we shall do our or best she to hold will, that off. Uh, she will possibly attempt to destroy the statue to make it so that the ritual cannot be performed. Or she will try to distract us by tearing parts of the town apart. Well, not to be rude, but uh, that's the option I hope for. <laughs> I uh, I understand that that's also none of these are good, but at least buildings can be rebuilt. Yes, uh, but if the people within those buildings get crushed, we uh, cannot replace them. That is fair. We're looking at bad all around. I I am. My people will take care of the ritual, as long as you are able to distract Selena enough so that she is focused on you and not trying to end our fixing her. Yes. Yeah. We will do what we can. Uh, she looks over to you, Harkos, and she says just say the word whenever you are ready and we will affix the final pieces. I'm I'm ready. Let's 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 bring her home. As you wish. And she uh hands out or she holds out her hand for the, the piece that you're carrying. Uh, I give it to her. <laughs> uh so she takes that piece and the couple of small pieces that are remaining and starts to put them in place. Uh, you've already established the order that these need to go up, uh, and we're just waiting for the go-ahead. As she fits the final piece in place, the entire statue re-solidifies. That instead of it being fragments that are put together, the statue becomes whole and complete again. And the eyes of the statue flash gold and stay lit, which casts a quite bright light from the statue itself. And you hear a ripple as a tear in reality forms directly in front of the statue. And you see eight spindly legs creep through this tear as Dryderlina pulls herself through. I'm moving to intercept immediately. So, this is how we're going to do things. This will not be standard uh, I'm going to perform combat. Uh, I am going to roll 
And there are different things that Selena will try to do based on what I roll. Uh, and then you will need to use one of your skills oh, in dear. order to try to prevent that thing from happening. Yay! Oh, Sidebar for the audience. We did this in our personal campaigns and it's it, Brad's worried because it's kind of stressful to figure out a way to bullshit <laughs> oh, why your skill makes sense. Yeah, it's it's a really cool way to do it's things. Super cool fucking mechanic. That, that, uh, Ken, did you did you noodle it up or did you see it somewhere? Uh, it was uh, something that I heard from uh, Matt Colville through his uh, YouTube series on uh, DMing. There you go. So but it's it's a super fucking awesome uh, mechanic that we wish we would have been able to use more in Ken's last campaign and um, hopefully more of us use it in future. Uh, but we just kind of, we use it the once we loved it. And then we just kind of forgot about it. Like it just didn't rise up because things were kind of crazy, but I'm super fucking stoked. It's happening in the podcast. This is going to be a fucking awesome, probably going to yeah. end horribly, but it's going to be awesome. Okay. So we are counting this as the first round. I, uh, you can decide whoever is going to try to do this first one, uh, or if you want to see, uh, so that okay, so I, I want to go ahead and provide an example because I think that uh, I, I created like this is a scenario that I don't have an actual option for to happen. So the solution can't possibly come up for something that could uh, be done. I uh, so. One of the uh, uh, that we're doing what I I think that Matt Colville called it a skill contest uh, uh, or something along those lines. So this is this is the idea is that I let's say Selena uh, has some sort of magical ability where she does like a ground pound and she tries to shake the statue apart. Uh, And then let's say uh, Trevor decides that the way that he wants to try to fix this is that he uses his athletic skill to try to like gorilla grip the statue together and like hold it together so that it can't shatter apart. I uh, so that is like an option for like how they kind of bullshit their skills. I don't want to give too many options because I don't want to take something away that they possibly could do. Uh, like like Nick said, this is something that we've done in our personal games. I wanted to give it a whirl on the podcast, see how it went. Uh, so you all can decide who, which one of you two will go first. Uh, and I will let you know the scenario here in just a moment. And Brad, you can go first if you want to, because you said you were stepping forward to like interpose Intercept. yourself. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I have no reason to want to argue. So, I <laughs> uh, so first thing that happens that she her those spindly legs come out through this tear, and she pulls herself through, and she instantly starts beelining for the people who are hanging out on the sides watching the ritual be done. And she's not even going for the people that are performing the ritual; she's going for bystanders. Trevor, if you're going to go first, what do you want to well, do? Well, let's just start with intimidation to try to get her to not go after them, but maybe go after me. Okay. Roll it. And we open with a nat 20. <laughs> Holy shit. What do you say? 
I'm just gonna say her name. Selena! Uh, so you step in front of her and you shout her name out and she stops dead in her tracks and stares at you and screams. So that is one success. That was a, that was a Harkos 20, by the way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good job, Harkos. Nice influence. Second round, Harkos. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, she shrieks in response to hearing her name and diverts her attention away from the bystanders and focuses in on the statue. And she looks like she's ready to pounce for it. What do you do? Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Um, mm. Shit. And just to clarify, because uh, maybe I glazed over this when you were explaining just a second ago, but I'm pretty—I'm fairly certain this out worked before. We can't reuse shit that's been reused, correct? Yes. Like Brad, uh, you can't reuse something that was a success. Okay, gotcha. That's what it so was. So Brad, uh, not that uh, I was going to try to intimidate, but um, uh, but since Trevor it, it succeeded on an intimidation. Then uh, he uh, the, the intimidation cannot be used again. So could I say I was going to use acrobatics to try and like deftly um, get between her and the statue and kind of uh, like if we were fighting, I would be trying to get myself so like that she were to attack me instead. Well, are you trying to like tussle with her and try to to get her away from it? Is that what you're you're kind of going for, or are you just interposing yourself to take a hit? The tussle one. That was more in line with my thinking. Okay. Uh roll it up. Okay. Uh that's a 16 total. Okay. Uh so you take flight and uh do your owl javelin move towards her and uh, as you collide with her you wrap your arms and legs around and do like a takedown like you would do uh, against an opponent (laughs) (laughs) I was all excited Uh, that I I, in my head I can see the picture that Ken used and now I'm just just thinking of (laughs) a spider on its back and it makes me uncomfortable Uh uh-huh but you do this like kind of roll takedown move and roll her off to the side to keep her away from the statue. Uh, and you see her uh, mo- a moment of panic as uh, she gets disoriented and legs start whipping around ah. all over the place trying to find purchase on somewhere to stand back up. Uh, as she lands you see her eyes lock onto one of the ritualists who is standing within an arcane circle. Trevor, it's on you. Oh, balls. Oh, man. I 
don't freaking know. I trust in your creativity. This is why I do this. What about... What about using Arcana to... Maybe make her think the arcane circle isn't what she's looking for? Well, she's not... looking at the ritualist, not the air, not oh, the circle. Oh. I think that you're on a you're, there's something that you can do with that if you wanted to use Arcana. There's definitely some stuff that you could do. Uh, They're inside but, the magical circle, right? Yes, like they they are in the center of uh, a, like an arcane circle. So what about using Arcana to maybe like flash it so it detours her from going after the ritualist like kind of like strengthening it so that it blocks her yeah, when she tries to go too. for him okay that would roll work it too. up yeah I, I thought that that's what you were going for I didn't mean to give you a suggestion I, you weren't I thinking no. otherwise now see that it worked I, I wasn't sure exactly how much leeway we had because I don't know about the ritual you know what I mean yeah so I wasn't yeah, really. Yeah, but you have divine you you have divine power that you can pump into this. So fair. If Harkos tried uh, to do that, I would have a little bit more problem with it. But uh, <laughs> you have you have that ability. That's a seventeen. So. Okay, I uh, so you see her going for this ritualist, and you slam your you you slam Ardenim into the ground. And you see a wave of golden radiant energy pass through the ground and hit the arcane circle that the ritualist is standing in and then create a bright golden barrier. Nice. As she runs at it, collides with it, and then kind of has to shake herself to uh, uh, to, to get her, her wits about her again. You guys are doing well. <sighs> I'm I'm a little worried this isn't going to be as interesting as I I was originally intending. Don't worry. To. I, I, I feel I you, feel it in my soul coming. <laughs> I, feel, I, I, I feel I feel the bad of brewing in my heart. I as she collides with the barrier, her focus goes to a bystander that is looking panicked and is uh, as soon as he locks eyes with her, he starts to run and she starts to chase. Harkos. What are you going to do? We we are full on like halfway there living on a prayer right now. So <laughs> Oh gosh. Um No, that feels like too much of a stretch. I don't even want to say that out loud. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it in my head and I was like, would that work? I feel like that could work and then the more I thought about it, it's really dumb. Uh, but <sighs> Okay, okay. This'll be this will be similar to what I was thinking, but this one actually makes a lot more sense. So I would like to use deception. Because because it's like there's kind of a crowd of people, right? That's what all these bystanders are. Yeah, it's, there's, it's there's like a small gathering who, like, of the town. They're they're kind of like 
they thought that they were far enough away to be safe and uh, didn't realize how uh, large and quick she is. And so are definitely mm-hmm. in uh, the danger zone. So could I attempt to use deception to like fly down and try and like knock him into the crowd of people and then keep running in the path that he was running in? Uh, yeah, sure. Like use deception to essentially take his place sprinting away from Dryderlina. Yeah. I uh, roll it up. See if you can do it. Mwah. Okay. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, that's a 19 plus four. So that's 23. Nice. Uh, so you watch as Selena takes takes sight on this poor, innocent bystander. Uh, he starts to run. She takes uh, she takes on the chase and starts running after him. Uh, you, uh, Alvin, at the at him, <laughs> push him into the crowd and get them to scatter. As uh, you then start running in the same path that he was, and she starts following. Man. The other shoe's gonna drop here shortly because Brad and I aren't that lucky, but goddamn, does this feel cool? I, uh, as she's chasing you, she sees a group of three drow that run into a building, and she pounces and lands on the building and starts tearing at the stone. Trevor, what do you do? Uh, did you use acrobatics? I did. That, okay, okay, that, that's fine. Um, so I want to use my athletics. She's is she so she's like on the side of yeah, the building, is, hacking away. She at is it. on the side of like a two story building, like tearing at the stone. So I want to use my athletics and try to huck my hammer at her to knock her off of. Okay, it. roll it up. Like full two hand mode, pull it over my head and just. That's a dirty 20, dirty 20. So you watch as she's tearing away at this building. You reach your arm back with Arnonim in hand. And I would imagine in this moment, you kind of have like a thought of like, oh, Numerath, please help me. (laughs) (laughs) And you huck your hammer and she just spins gracefully through the air and then about halfway to its destination, stops spinning and just like a laser slams into Selena's side and knocks her off the building. And Arnonim drops at the front door of this house. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. On the head that direction. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of need that back. I Selena gets hit with the hammer and she gets knocked away from the building and lands. She looks around at her surroundings. She looks to the ground and her front four legs start tearing at the dirt and she starts to tunnel underground. Oh, dear. Harkos. Oh, <laughs> I just looked at a stat and I had a horrible fucking idea. So we're going to see if I can find a less horrible one before we go with that one. Okay, but we still need to hear the horrible one. Save it for under the trench coat if it's really, if it's really nasty. Well, it's it's not nasty. It's just a bad idea. Um, fuck. I don't. I don't know what else I could do. I so use acrobatics, use athletics, deception, intimidation. Um, I guess that's all we've used. That's, I mean, that's a sizable amount of things that are still open, but I don't know. In this situation... Oh, shit. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Ken? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would like to use stealth... Uh... to... mount up on Dryderlina to follow her to her next location so I can hopefully intervene wherever she winds up next. Go ahead and roll it up. Oh, this is disgusting on so (laughs) many fronts. Deep breath. Everything's fine. It's just a really fuzzy carpet. That's all. (laughs) No problems. Uh, so that's a 19. Jeez, Ooh. guys. Okay, 
I, I will say, as a monk, stealth is my highest stat. Stealth, I have a plus seven to. So that's why I was looking into that, and I was like, well, that might be... It's a terrible idea, but at least I have, like, some potential. So I, I only, quote-unquote, rolled a 12, but... That that plus seven definitely helped out. Uh, so you uh, you jump on Dryderlina and hitch a ride as she starts tearing away at the ground and surprisingly fast is able to start tunneling herself in a direction. So this is what I had actually set up for this one, that if she tunneled, you were unaware of the next move that she was going to make. And so whatever you tried to do... <laughs> she would you would have disadvantage on the next check that you had to make but because you're there then i will take uh b- because of what you did i will i will make that a flat roll instead of being disadvantaged uh so In the, in the back of Harkless's mind, he's like, this is fine, this is fine, not good. This is fine, this is fine. So. So this is what it means to take the show to the tunnel. <laughs> uh, Harkos, you were not entirely aware of where you are, but I think that because you're probably hooting and hollering while this whole thing is going on, Trevor, you are able to uh, keep track of <laughs> the movement I. Uh, because of Parkos. <laughs> but I think that because of, of Harkos's hooting and hollering, that you can hear where uh, kind of the direction that she is going. Uh, or you, you, you can keep track of it. So what do you want to do, Trevor? So... So with with his hooting and the the direction she dug and all that, I want to use insight to figure out roughly where she's going and try to put myself there. Okay, go ahead and roll it up. That would be a twenty four. Jeez, Jesus! Insight's my big one. <laughs> I... So see here here's here's what's going to happen. This is going well enough. Ken didn't plan on some nefarious stabbing of the heart, but he, he we're forcing his hand at this point <laughs> because this is just this is this is too pleasant air quotes of an interaction for him to just let us out scot free like this. I okay. also Trevor and Harkos, we deserve a somewhat simple win for once. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Trevor, you were able to triangulate that she is heading for Lena, who is is kind of the figurehead for the ritual, that she is the one that it, you hear her chanting and, and speaking in undercommon from the front of the statue. Uh, so you go and you push her out of the way and the four legs come up and wrap themselves around you. Uh, Lena looks to Harkos and says, Harkos, it's time. Finish it. What do I have to do? I uh, that you what need does to that mean? you need to you need to we go and talk about this, says, Lena. You need, <laughs> you need to place your hand upon the statue and 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 put your will into it to put her back together. I cannot do it. You have to. Oh, okay. 
So I, I grab a hold of her legs. <laughs> yeah, like you you were tussling with an underground uh with an underground Selena, but Harkos, you're able like the, the soil is loose enough that you're able to get there. Like you're able Do to like Harkos. push yourself up and, and out. I always knew I had a little bit of burrowing owl in me. Um So I'll all up and out and and lowercase eyeline over to the statue um uh do I, do I need a thingy so you touch you touch the statue and this is the final piece that you need to succeed on a charisma saving throw to impose your will over this magic and force her back together Ken, can you pick a different ability score? Nope. <laughs> can, can, I, can, I make, can I make Nick from Saturday Games do this for me? Is that okay? <laughs> Fuck. I, I have a plus one, so it's something, but I only have a plus one in charisma. I'm, I'm sorry, Selena. I apologize. Oh, for fuck's sake. If you, you can, can give it, me, if you can give me a specific way that you want to do it, something that you are wanting to push into the statue to impose your will, if it's a memory, if it's a thought, if it's a wish, whatever it is, then I will give you bonuses depending on on what you give me. Hurry. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Her legs are touching me. Stop fucking talking while I'm thinking, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> this is very stressful. I want to switch turns. I don't want Trevor to go first anymore. You know, I want to go you guys first. Fuck had, Trevor. If you guys had even had just one failure, then it would have fallen on Trevor to try to do this. So oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Our dice were with us today. Did you only use the... Uh... Yes, sir. Me too. <laughs> That's why. Yep, the Trevor Harkos multi-class die so 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 what we've learned is we can only use these for these these skill fights because <laughs> apparently they're bomb ass skill fight dice <laughs> and yours works great for you mine fucking hates when harkos is trying to fight yeah mine's only rolled low a couple times since i started using it mine's rolled low enough um fuck okay oh, okay selena i gotta fix her which will in turn fix Marcus and they're our friends they're part of the B team and togetherness and safety and family uh, I don't know what to fucking <sighs> everything doesn't <sighs> mm. This, this right here, this is why I don't pick where we have dinner when Jennifer asks me. <laughs> I can't make decisions. <sighs> so, 
Uh, oh, fuck. So, okay. What if... So, okay, I'm not even going to ask what if. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing, and you deliberate however you need to. I'm not going to ask questions because I've been wasting too much fucking time because I can't think of anything because I'm a horrible teammate. Um, I'm, I'm going to go up to the statue, and uh, Harka's going to place his hand on it, and he's going to essentially, like, reach out to her through that. Uh, like, he's just going to think a thought, and he, he's he's going, it will, it will go thusly. Selena, I know there's... The real you is still in there somewhere, and we would very much like to be able to bring you back, because let's be honest... If, if you stay this way, you're just leaving us the same way we left you in Iron's Edge, and you know how much that sucks. I got fucking chills. Roll with advantage. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so that's 17. Total, or 17 plus one? 17 total for that one. Okay. Here we go. That's 14 total. Okay. You put your hand on the statue and you push that thought into it. And Trevor, you can feel these spindly legs with a surprising amount of strength for how they appear tighten down around you. And you see her twisted and malevolent face inch towards you as she opens her mouth and you see a set of spider's fangs start coming out from inside. (laughs) And just as they're about to clamp down on you, you see her eyes dart over to Harkos and then at the statue. I want to hug her. As you wrap your arms around her, you feel wetness on her cheeks. And you can see tears welling up. And then there is a bright flash and wrapped in your arms is Selena. Oh, thank goodness. Congratulations. You fix it. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know we rolled good, but that was tense. <laughs> um, so, quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's probably considering that she was spider mode there um she's probably um in inappropriate mode at the moment yes uh no actually uh she she didn't give her her clothes back uh the same like gear that she had but everything is like tattered and beaten well that works i was just gonna say i'm gonna throw my my like cloak over her if not but that that's fine i still might throw it over her 
I'm I'm not I'm not that guy. Well, I mean, I know things don't normally go that way, but you know, my my brain was like, "Fuck, she was a she was a giant spider," you know. So we were gonna we were gonna cover up the. Yeah, the, but it's the, not it's not that disbelievable for for D and D logic or or no tabletop no, ma- RPG logic for for clothes to go no, into it's your not. form. It's it's definitely not. Okay, well, uh, I'll still probably throw it over, just because. I, and uh, good. Go um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming she's probably not looking too good. So, like, scoop her up and attempt to get her in in a bed. I to so rest up a bit. You scoop her up, and I uh, she just stares at you in disbelief and uh, confusion. Uh, she looks back over to the statue uh, and to Harkos and locks eyes with him. And and you can see her eyes are just full of tears. <sighs> Harkos, as you look back to the statue and you break your gaze away from her, the statue has become what she was. Oh, shit. And before your eyes, you can see cracks form in it. And then it falls apart into dust. That's, uh, let's get you someplace to rest. There's plenty of catching up to do. She, she nods her head at you silently. Uh, I'm going to look at Lena. She is standing next to Harkos, uh, and she, uh, Harkos, you feel her hand come and rest on your shoulder. And she says, it could only be one of you that finished it, that she does not have fond memories of us anymore. It needed to be something true and something real that brought her back together. And we could not provide that. I'm going to turn to her and um, give her like one of those, like come in really fast and give her a nice big hug. Um, And I'm going to I'm going to say like, well, like while my head's on her shoulder and stuff. (laughs) Thank you for. um, For using my trust correctly, I don't, I don't <laughs> give it easily, and uh, I feel embarrassed for withholding it from you. So, but th- thank you for for proving me wrong. Uh, you could uh, you could tell that she's a little taken aback by this gesture, but after after you start speaking, she wraps her arms around you, and you embrace for a moment. Uh, and she pulls away and she looks at you and she says, I think that you need to go and be with your family now. Yes. Uh, and you see Puffles and Phil are already following behind Trevor. Oh, I'll, I'll fall into line. Uh, as you guys are walk, are you going back to like the Elder Sanctum? That's probably the best spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so you you start heading back that direction, uh, and about halfway up, you see this weird formation of light appear at your side. And as you look down, you see the light forms into Marcus. Uh, and uh, he starts he starts plodding his way beside you. It's and good to see you again also. <laughs> you you he looks he you can see he kind of like angles his body so he looks up at you and four of his eight eyes wink at you. Okay. <laughs> I uh, you head the rest of the way to the elder sanctum and you open up the door and you take her to you take her to the uh, what would have been Salia's room, the larger, the the largest of the of the bed chambers that's right off of the library. Oh shit! I turned that into a nest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't sleep long, and I I specifically didn't say that I was going to make a nest because I only slept for an hour and I meditated for thirty minutes of that. So <laughs> that is your meditation. I always mm-hmm. assumed that was your meditation, is that you nested. It's the most calming thing. <laughs> Just take whatever's around you and, and form it into a nest like yeah, I, did, I didn't have time to rip open pillows and stuff, so I, I just formed a nice little comfy circle. <laughs> uh, but you take her in and you lay her down on the bed. Uh, and she looks still dazed and exhausted. Uh, lay her down. I'm going to take her hand. Then say, you get some sleep, as as much as you need, and we will we will be here waiting. Um, whenever you're ready. I uh, and then, go ahead. Good note. You go. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and give Marcus a nice little scratch. Hey, <laughs> uh, you give him a scratch, and you see he kind of leans into it. And then he crawls his way up the side of the bed and does the dog spin in a circle thing and then <laughs> plops down next to her on the bed. I'm going to leave the room. Yeah. It, it, before you even got fully stood up, her eyes were closed and she was out. Uh, <sighs> Harkos, do you... Do you follow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Puffles and Phil follow along as well. Uh, and you guys are standing in the library. I'm literally planting myself right outside the door. Uh, you grow roots. And That's fine. Uh, you secrete your you, you uh, secrete secrete yourself. You uh, cement yourself to this spot. And uh, you start sprouting leaves from your head. Sweet. Can't wait till I photosynthesize. <laughs> so you plant yourself outside the door. Uh, yep. Is this is this your plan for the uh, foreseeable future that you are not moving from this spot? Yeah. Uh, Harkos, do you have any other plans? I mean... It, I feel I feel very hypocritical. 
but I mean, I mean, we got we got some time. I did, yeah. Could you? She's passed the fuck out. So she's passed out. The drow that are milling around don't need anything from us currently. We can't get the fucking reliquary because that's been kidnapped by other dragon. So we just kind of got to chill till Selena's awake and we can make sure that she knows what year it is and who the president is, right? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Maybe I go do more puzzles. I go find a bedroom and sit down and and fuck with things because we, we didn't fight. The only thing I really need are hit die back, so I don't feel the need to rest right now because that's not that big a deal to me. He says, knowing in a few episodes he's going to sorely need those hit die, but that's not for now. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I could talk, I could talk to like Phil and Puffles, but no offense to them, they weren't actively involved in that situation because we needed it to be a, a Brad and Nick role for for the chaos things and not Ken rolling half of the times also. Um, that's the only thing, I, other than just going and sitting and waiting also, like going somewhere else to wait, which I'm also fine doing. Um, but I just feel like, I mean, I have time and putting the statue together would be on my mind so i feel like it makes sense even though i said i don't know when i'll have time to do that again no i mean it makes sense and i'm the not fuck it is i'm not accusing you of anything so i uh, no you... i'm doing it i'm accusing me of doing things i <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you uh you head to one of the other bed chambers and uh you sit down and open up your uh bag o puzzle uh why don't you go ahead and roll me and uh if you have investigation that's fine otherwise just like an intelligence check they're the same um so when when i when i get it all out by the way um he's gonna look at it and go It's just a really small statue. It's okay. It's just it's such it's just a small statue. <clears throat> so that's a that's twelve. I remember you have advantage. Oh fuck! Right. Okay. Twelve. Twelve is the <laughs> twelve. Twelve is the high one. <laughs> See, Trevor and I weren't doing things together. So I was like, I'm not going to roll the die that's been doing really well right now because I don't want to fuck it up. So I rolled a different one. And guess what? I rolled a fucking 11 and I rolled a four. (laughs) I should have just fucked up the other die instead. It's fine. I'll take the 12. I'm happy with the 12. You you get uh, the the feeling that you were just I you're mentally and physically exhausted after everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to piece together a, like a, a, a few things, but you just can't really wrap your mind around it at this moment. That's fine. 
did it to myself. I mean, that's I'm not. I, I want to be mad, but <laughs> I I fucking did it. Um. So after doing that, because of how I rolled and everything, um, Harkos will go to put stuff away and um, it'll just go maybe maybe when I've had more rest another day it's it's been some time go ahead and and, uh, uh, roll me a perception check as you start putting things away oh fuck (sighs) Brad Dyer multi-class or a poly Dire multi-class. Okay. Sixteen. Look, look at Brad. Uh, the little pieces that you've been putting together, uh, you didn't notice this before, so you're kind of assuming that this is new, but they're starting to feel warm. Like, warm to the touch. Not like hot, but... It's like you touch somebody who has really warm hands. Yeah. That it's that kind of feeling. Oh, I must need sleep more than I thought I did. Could have swore I felt those things were warm. But that's not, it's just, I, I should take a nap. And I'm going to dismantle this room into a nest. <laughs> of course you are. Roll, roll for nest. All right. Uh, you know what? I might get out, as Jennifer calls them, my Elsa dice that I got with my <laughs> Dire D20, because I haven't used these yet, because I keep forgetting they're over there. <laughs> All right, Elsa. First roll. Here we go. 13 to nest. Uh, It's not a bad nest. It's not the best that you made it. It's nowhere near the, uh, the Iron's Edge uh, hotel room nest. But it, it's 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 okay. I've never had to work with um, under dark materials before, so I think I did. Yeah, the pillows here are solid. a lot, but it's kind of strange. Maybe it's a cultural difference, but like the pillows are a lot more firm. Uh, that it's it's a very different texture than what you're used to. Uh, and the materials just kind of they don't make sense to you. So you you make a, a you know kind of middle of the road nest. Like you, you've you've done worse, but you've done better. Yeah. Do you uh do you conk out? Yes. Okay. Uh and Trevor, you were just uh chilling by the door? Yep. Uh so as you're chilling by the door, uh Puffles will uh kind of sidle up next to you and and he takes a seat at one of the tables and he starts flipping through uh flipping through his his spell book. Uh and after uh after a couple hours of the just standing there and you hearing him kind of flip through pages and writing something and then he flips around and then he gets up and he goes and looks for something in the library and he sits back down with a couple of books and flips through flips through and he looks up at you and he says trevor i know how to break it oh yes and he uh, holds up his paw and he points at your hammer and he says, you you dipped that into the stream 
is using whatever essence was was pulled from that you should be able to smash this with that hammer and release the spell oh kind of ironic I get to smash something with my hammer <laughs> uh, I I think that given a different situation if you had tried to do this that it it might have damaged your hammer before damaging the diamond but because you seemingly at the time foolishly dipped your very precious hammer into a very dangerous material uh it actually worked out i guess it was for science thank you Okay. Just like when I forged the the hammer initially and when I incorporated the dragon rock. It's this is all new territory. We might as well see what it leads. Where it leads. Uh, what it leads. <laughs> but uh he uh Oh uh Arcos has the diamond, doesn't he? No. Oh, you kept it? No, yeah, no I, Puff, I, Puffles I, has it. Yeah, Puffles oh, has no, it. So no, yeah, no, touche, touche. I, I don't know why I went there, but yeah, he has it. So he uh, reaches into the bag that he, the, the little uh, little pouch that he put it into, and he, he pulls the diamond out, uh, and he kind of looks around, and he finds this little, like, uh, patch of, of more bare stone and sets it down on the stone and says, well, do, do you uh, want to take a crack at it? You, you want to do it now? No. Uh, the clear and present danger is past. Fair. We still don't know exactly what this is connected to. No, but it is something that's tied to uh, Veldreth and, uh, you know, vis-a-vis also connected to Borvensal, so uh, I'm not too worried about the consequences if it's something that they wanted to be working. Fair. All right, let's give it a try. You doing it? Yep. Roll explodes, <sighs> everybody dies. Yes! Uh, oh. Go ahead and roll uh, roll an attack. Let's see how successful you are. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Harkos gave me a 12. I. <laughs> uh, so do you uh, did, are you double handing it? Oh, yeah. Hey, I. Uh, so. Like an old fashioned uh, line <laughs> lineman for a railroad, you take this hammer in both hands. And I give it the big over my head swing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you swing it behind you up over your head and slam it down. And as soon as it collides with the diamond, you feel like a resistance pushing against your hammer, which eventually gets overcome as you see the small cracks where you infused dragon rock start to glow. And then you hear a burst of energy from below your hammer and see a flash of light. 
And it gets absorbed into the hammer, I'm assuming. And you hear a lot of commotion outside. Uh-oh. Um, did, so, so a flash of light happened. Mm-hmm. Gems destroyed. Yes, it is, okay. it is powder. Definitely gonna go check outside. Hey, you rush to the door and run down the hallway that is the entryway to, uh, to the Elder Sanctum. Throw open the front door and you are greeted not by the wall of leyline light that you saw that protected this city, but now you see the open cavern. Oh, shit. And the leyline wall is gone. And oh, that, dear, my Puffles, friends... I hope that wasn't a mistake. That, my <laughs> friends, is where we will call it for tonight. It hasn't even been an hour. Yeah, it has. Yes, it has. It's actually been closer to an hour and a half. No, there was a break in there. It was like Mm. a five minute break. There was a demon possessing a toothbrush. Just because you peed for 10 minutes doesn't mean that. (sighs) Man. (laughs) Uh, Suck it up. Suck it up. (laughs) Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then we would ask that you show us some support through one of our uh, various channels. The first way is through Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons, depending on the tier that you choose. Uh, If Patreon is not so much your thing, then you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. You go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek. You can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our... Oh, jeez. That luck screwed me up already. Mm. You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling in the geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discords with the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week, you are the sound warlock of the Raven Queen. No. Ooh. Mm. Through your sound editing, you were able to guide poor sound quality into the afterlife with a mere click or a mere keystroke. Can you please guide us something fun to go out on? Uh, I can try. Uh, it's going to be a hootie hoo from Nick and Harkos in episode 70 as um, I don't know, Brad brought down the walls and is trying to send all the drow to heaven. <laughs> um, tune in next week um, when we tell if the number of drows we're able to save is higher than none in episode 71. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I have great confidence. Um This week, uh, 
What the fuck was that? Oh, I think it was the cat moving. Uh, there's weird noises happening. <laughs> we all need to go somewhere else. Um, this week, I decided to do a uh, show theme song uh, remake. Um, it's a very short song. Uh, because it is a theme song from a TV show, so th- those can't be too long unless it's an animu. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this one, honestly, so I, I did Frank Sinatra's New York, New York before, and I said that's the podcast theme song. Uh, the one that I wrote because I made it about uh, Rick Geek and, and everything. It was very heavy on the About Us. I was like, that's a podcast theme song. This, however, if if I didn't sing every episode, if I didn't sing a new song every episode, I feel like this would be what we played at the end. Like, we would have this play softly underneath as we bullshitted out to stopping recording. And I feel like that would be very nice, because this, if, if New York, New York was the anthem for the podcast itself, this is the anthem for our listeners. From us to you guys. So without further ado, here's episode 70's parody. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> From Harcos, Trevor, Nick, Brad, and Ken. It's the honest truth. You're the reason that we do this. Boom, boom, boom. And if you ever doubt it, here's what we want you to do. You reach out to one of us three guys. And we'll prove you wrong with words starting with thank you for tuning in. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Fucking love the Golden Girls, that was man. Awesome. <laughs> also, an interesting song, choice. Like, I mean, there, there's a lot of the you know theme songs that you could go for. It just I I wouldn't have expected it popped Golden into my, Girls. It, it popped into my head when I was writing the last song and then I forgot it and I was trying to remember what song I wanted to write and then I remembered it and I wrote it and I looked up the lyrics for that song that song's a lot longer than the uh, TV show version that song has a lot more words to it than the TV show uh, leads you to believe because there were a lot of verses and I was like I don't know how any of those go I'm gonna write the two that I do yeah that's a that's a wide untapped market that you could be uh, jumping into uh, you know for for possibilities for songs (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, the Scrubs th- theme song, you could you could attack that at some point. Yeah, I'm no Superman. Um, yeah, I can look into TV themes for sure. Stop the recording. Ack. It's worse than I thought. My feline ears are on fire. Time for us to strike brothers. We take him out at thy knees. Rolling in the geek will be ended on this day. And we shall. Oh, Tommy Scritches. I suppose we leave him for another week. We shall see. Human wins for the day. But not the war. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.